All right, uh, welcome to the Air J the Great podcast show. I uh, got a special guest on the show today, um, business owner, Ashley Madry. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. So for um, anybody that don't know, um, well, you can go a little bit more in detail, but I know you do a lot of uh, different things, but the thing that uh, stood out to me was the taxes on uh, on Facebook, the tax benefit. I used to file taxes myself. I used to um, do ta people's taxes for about four years when I was in the military, so. Oh, wow. Yes, um, I do uh, own a tax business. Uh, we'll co-own with my sister, Shaquille. Um, It's called the Madry Sisters Mobile Tax Service. And uh, we started about three years ago. Um, we're actually from Louisville, Kentucky. We grew up here. Um, and we got started with a tax business. Well, I was already like hold on, doing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go too deep. I was just, uh, I was just trying to get a little uh, information out there. We're gonna transition to all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, first off, just tell the people. Uh, well, you say you're from Louisville, and uh, how old are you? I'm thirty. No. Huh? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Okay. So uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear your hometown? Louisville. Uh, I think I'm Muhammad Ali. Because that was oh, such... Why you say that? That was just a big thing for Louisville. Yeah, it so, is uh, crazy that he's from here. You would think he'll be from another place. And when I go, like, to other places, and they be like, where are you from? I'm from Louisville. Oh, Muhammad Ali. That's what they identify with. So that's what I'm used to. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for anybody that never been to Louisville before, just kind of describe how it was growing up here. Some of the um, obstacles you had to go through growing up, two-parent household, things like that. Any siblings? Well, um, I did grow up in a two-parent household uh, with three older sisters. I'm the baby. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, grew up in the West, part, West End part of Louisville. And um, like any other place, uh, you know, in the West End, it was a struggle, of course, but um, I don't know. It was, my childhood was pretty good, even though it was in not like, not, not a nice, considered a nice part of town, but we had, like I said, a two-parent household. Um, I don't know. It mm -hmm. was. <laughs> I guess it was what it was. I made the uh, best out of it. Yeah, I mean, um, well, I didn't really know. Like, as a child, I getting older, I recognize things now that I'm older. But back then, I mean, we had everything we needed. I had a pretty nice childhood. You know, we played. You know. It was good for me. Okay, that's a, that's what's up. You know, everybody don't have to be too far in the trenches all the time. You know. I mean, yeah, you. It was bad. I mean, shootings, killings, you know, crime. That happens, and when you're in a um, considered a bad part of town. 
those things happen, but it was also good memories, you know. Sorry. Okay. Was, you know. Uh, so what type of activities you was into when you was younger? Did you play any sports? Were you in a band, anything like that? I was a cheerleader. I went to Central High School. Um, well, I actually did uh, dance team and cheerleading uh, from uh, middle school um, to high school. Okay. So, and I did um, dance team, cheerleading, debate. I did everything that I could do. Okay, I that's what's up. <laughs> So as far as uh, the entrepreneurial side, like, did you have anybody in your family or close friend, anybody that was like entrepreneurs in your family that you could look up to or be around or was you the first person to take that route? Well, uh, as far as uh, entrepreneur, uh, there weren't really... Uh, any like role models I could kind of say I could kind of learn from, you know, no, pretty much everyone was like working class, worked the nine to five thing. Um, didn't really come from that background. But. Okay. So uh, what, what would you say gave you a passion to like go down that route? Like what sparked that in you? Well, even though like my mom wasn't like a per se a like business owner, uh, she was still like out in the community, like working like a nonprofit. She had her own nonprofit, um, and she would do like speaking engagements. We would travel with her. Um, she was um, infected with HIV. Um, um, so she was kind of like a face for that of, in Louisville. Uh, people know her to go and like speak to churches, speak to kids, uh, whomever would um, ask her to come and speak. She would come and speak and just educate people on what HIV was and how to protect yourself and, and just motivate people, you know, in a positive way. So that kind of Okay. So, um, um, I know you said it in the beginning, but we're going to kind of reiterate, but, uh, what's the name of your business and, um, just kind of, um, um, lay down the ground steps. So how all that whole thing started with you, with you and your sister doing the taxes and other things that you guys do. Okay. Um, well, the name of my business is, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> The name of our business is the Madry Sisters Mobile Tax Service. Um, we've been doing it about three years. Um, we were, well, I was already like doing taxes already. I was working for a company. I won't say the name, but they were paying me like $15 an hour. And I just remember like working like 60 hours a week. I didn't have time to like be there for my baby. They were like, you know, birthdays come up. I need a time off. They like, he'll have other birthdays. We need you here to work. And I just didn't have that freedom. So, you know, my sister and I, we were just, you know, 
chopping it up and you know, she was just like, you know, maybe you should just go into business for yourself, you know, do it for yourself. So we decided to, you know, go into business for ourselves, you know. Okay. So when y'all first started, like, um, kind of explain like how it was at first, because, you know, a lot of everybody, like you three years removed from that, that process, but it's easy for people, you know, click on your profile and be like, oh yeah, she's doing good. They're doing good. You know, they got a good business. They got clientele and stuff. But a lot of people, you know, that it's a lot of people that want to go down that route, but you know, they probably scared of the rough patches. You know, it's a process to get to having, you know, that successful uh, rolling in every year when tax season coming around and things like that. So kind of explain how it was for y'all when y'all first started trying to get the word out and get the, get the uh, groundwork laid out for people to start finding out about y'all. I will say this, um, with any business, no matter what you're doing, taxes, you know, whatever you're doing, uh, starting out, your I would say your first one to three years is going to be your toughest because th within those years, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot, your time, your money. Um, it's not going to be jumping in and you're making, you know, a certain amount of money. Um, you're going to be constantly spending. Um, with this business, is uh, it's low cost because you can do it virtually. So it's just like you're buying in. Uh, you get your software and your basic necessities. And you can do this virtual, like if you have like a home office. So you wouldn't necessarily have to start out paying like rent, LGE, and wipe all that for uh, actual physical business. But uh, however, we didn't do that route. We actually went in, got a physical location. We were down on 4th Street Live is where we first started. And so we had like overhead costs. It was very expensive starting out. So our first year we struggled, uh, not only financially, but to get people in when you're first starting out, they're like, I don't know if I want you doing my taxes, you know? So you have to deal with that when people over and uh, kind of win their trust with you because it is their, uh, their personal information and their finances. So you have to take that very serious. Okay. Yeah. So as far as, you know, obviously, you know, when you was working for somebody and doing the job, you, you had to grow some type of passion for it for you to want to start your own business for it. So like uh, what made you fall in love with uh, doing people's taxes? Cause I know me personally, when I was doing it, I liked it just because of the interaction with people and seeing how I used to make people day and things like that. So. Well, for me, I'm not going to lie. Um, <clears throat> there wasn't really a passion. Like I like, you know, working with people, but as far as the job itself, it wasn't really a passion for me starting out because like I said, it was for someone else and how they um, did business. I was just, um, felt like I was just giving too much of myself and it was nothing left for myself. So I didn't like that part of it, but I did like, you know, the interaction with people 
you know, because it's like you meet, everybody has to file their taxes. So you meet so many different people. So networking. And so that was fun. But. Okay. So um, kind of uh, lay out your, um, like um, the, the hours and things like that. Like uh, when's the first day do y'all start doing people taxes officially? And the last day that y'all stop doing people taxes and normal business hours for typical work we do in tax season? So we're going to be uh, open the doors January the 2nd uh, because we're going to be offering loans up to $7,000. Um, our hours are 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. On Saturdays, it's going to be 11 to 2 or by schedule. Um, and on Sundays, um, I forgot, what was the other question? Um, just the hours and oh, and the um, when's the last day y'all stopped doing people text? Well, actually, we're uh, we're year round, so we the deadline for most of our clientele is April the fifteenth. But however, we do um, go year round, so that's okay. so we do help people after the deadline. Okay, and uh, do you guys have a website? Yes, we do. It's currently been worked on because we're doing some like updates, but our website is mattresssisterstax.com. Okay. So, you know, just like any other business, you know, it's friendly competition. You're going to have multiple people doing the same thing. So in your own words, what makes you stand out from any other tax business in Louisville? Well, with us, um, we're very hands-on and personal with our clients. Um, we're going to make sure your needs are met. Um, we provide good customer service. We're going to educate also because we do uh, teach tax preparation on the off-season. So, And we like to educate our clients as well, not only through um, tax preparation, but also through tax planning and other services also to kind to uh, guide them into when it comes to preparing their taxes, they're already ready to go. Okay. So as far as your staff, you know, you and your sisters, the head, how many uh, people do y'all have working for you? And do you currently, uh, do you hire new people every year or you just got like, you know, some people that's been rocking with you from the beginning and y'all just got enough people to get the job done? Um, right now we have about 15 people, um, and we do sub lease also. So we have people who aren't necessarily magic sisters, but um, they work within our organization. Um, and we do hire people uh, every year because we want to continue to expand. So we have locations, uh, Louisville, West Virginia, and Los Angeles. So we wanna keep building on what we already have here. Okay. So um, not the, uh, well, uh, well, you can uh, list what you want to list, but as far as like, you know, pricing and products and things like that, just kind of um, lay out all the, like the average price for somebody that walks in and files their taxes or somebody that's versus somebody that got a business or something, theirs might be a little bit more complicated, you know, so. Well, I won't say the 
pulp prices because um, with uh, the way our business is set up, um, we have self-employed, uh, people who are self-employed. So everybody's price oh, is allowed okay. the freedom to make their own prices. So everybody's price isn't the same. So okay. I can't really so that's an interesting dynamic because, <laughs> because uh, I don't know if you thought of this, but I'm pretty sure you have, but it has to be something that be on, be on your mind daily during tax season, I would think, because if everybody's throwing their own prices and, you know, you got people constantly walking through the door every day, you got to, um, in the back of my mind, if I was in that position, I'd be like, dang, I don't want them to charge too much and run everybody off. You know what I'm saying? So so how how do you play with that dynamic? Because you don't want people trying well, to charge people a thousand dollars for something that shouldn't even cost that much, or you know what I'm saying? So no, um for a basic return, it's not going to be a thousand dollars. It would be pretty much in the ballpark of between 250 and five just for a basic um, return. Um, but uh, depending on, you know, what they got going on, it could go up or it may be less. It's just depending on what they got going on, but basic 255. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, I just saw uh, when you said that I had just thought about the the clientele aspect of it because you, oh, you don't want people to be ran, ran away, you know, because, you know, people are not happy because they feel like they're getting took advantage of or something like that, you know. Yeah, and they, they have um, the freedom, um, all of the taxpayers within the organization, they have the freedom to um, adjust prices if you know if it's a new client they have the the right to get them a uh, new client discount let me give you 10% off just for being you know a new client or a returning client you know they have that freedom to discount okay. if they so when, it, when would you say you really had the confidence to know that, you know, this could be around for a while? Because, you know, you know, anything that you do, you have to build confidence in it to know that it's like, oh, I could really do this for some years, you know. So when what point was that for you when you first started that you can you really was like, I can do this, you know? I would say uh, within the second year, the first year I was you know, still kind of, you know, figuring it out, you know, because it's one thing to do taxes. It's another to run a tax business on your own. That's, so um, doing taxes, yeah, you get the training, you know, you can do that. But as far as uh, running a tax business in an organization, that's a lot of responsibility because you have the responsibility to your clients and then to the people that you're bringing on. So that's, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, dope to see, you know, 
so uh, a woman and an African American woman doing it because you know uh, when I was doing taxes, it was a female that was running that uh, shop too, and um, and I was just like you know, so uh, had to normalize you know more of our faces being in the front of you know any type of business no matter what it is you know it's uh good for people walking around louisville to see oh you know oh she's the same color or came from the same background i came from you know that's that's possible you know right and i do get like a lot of people uh in the community who do reach out and you know it's like good you know uh comments and you know complimenting me and just encouraging me just to keep going, you know, we see what you're doing, Ashley, just keep going, you know, we're supporting you, and it's love, and it just, it feels good to be loved, you know, and supported by your peers, and, you know, so, that also. Oh, yeah, right, so how did the city of Louisville embrace you as far as, like, you know, other business owners, or political leaders, or just in general, like, when they, um, seeing you that you was going to be around for a while as far as being a business here in the city? Uh, supportive, actually. I've, I've been supported a lot, actually. You know, of course, you're going to have your good with your bad. So not everybody is in support, but majority of the people are supportive. And that's, you know, that's a good feeling because, you know, you want to feel supported in what you're doing. Right. So as far as uh, anything else with your tax business, uh, you could uh, list out some other things that y'all offer that uh, that I might not have uh, put out as far as uh, your business when uh, tax season rolls around. So um, we do individual and business uh, returns. Uh, some of the other services that we offer, uh, credit repair, uh, debt resolution. So if you have like uh, a lot of years <laughs> that you have not filed, um, you might want to um, get a consultation going to see um, you owe a lot in back taxes. And if so, we have someone who can assist you uh, with getting that resolved. Um, uh, credit repair, debt resolution, uh, the loans up to $7,000, um, and business startup also. So anyone wanting to get started in the tax business, we also offer that. So. Okay. And uh, for any of those other additional services, how will people go about doing that? Would they just have to come to your business location when tax season is around, or do they have like a link or something that they can go to and uh, contact you online or something like that? Yes, I would say set a, um, an appointment. Uh, our number is 855-403-7909. Um, instead of just uh, walking in for something like that, um, because again, um, January 2nd can be super busy and we may not be able to get to you right away. But if you call us and set an appointment, we can get you going. Okay. Yeah, and that's a lot of different uh, variants, you know. It's, uh, it's good that you um, did business with someone else because I can imagine, you know, uh, if you was doing this by yourself, 
there would be a lot to manage with all those additional services, you know. Oh no, yeah, we have uh, we have actually uh, a support team working with us also. So oh. doing this all by ourselves, we have like a team of people that we work with. So and okay. uh, yeah, because it would just be too much doing it like just with us. Yeah, absolutely. Like those major three things, taxes, credit, and debt resolution, that's something that every human being has to has to either do or consider, whether you cashing out on stuff now and ain't never built your credit or you got debt that you know you eventually gonna have to pay or settle or whatever the case may be, you know, you, so you can't let it linger around forever. So I was like, you know, credit is most important thing that you can start working on a lot of people still don't understand the value of that you know you can't really do much you can't really live the life you want to live without credit finances you have to get all those things in order if you want to live comfortably right <laughs> you know right so so for uh for anybody that's uh wanting to start a tax business it's just like how you was three years ago be like all right i'm about to do it so just kind of list some of the things that caught you off guard that you didn't expect when you first started and kind of give some pros and cons of owning a tax business that you know other people gonna run into um for me it was just um um It was the management part of it. When I first started, I say, okay, all I need to do, find a location, get a phone number, get my, you know, tools, and I'm good to go. <laughs> um, you have to, number one, uh, know what's ahead of you. <laughs> so, number one, you have to know what's ahead of you. So right well first i would get a mentor uh, and figure out what it takes like get a list going of everything that you need to get started and uh, i would kind of like organize get organized okay so i have to go get my ein i have to go you know uh, get my location i have to you know do all these things. So I would just uh, go get the information and just take it step by step. Don't rush into anything. Don't um, bite off more than you can chew. Uh, you don't necessarily need a physical location if you can't afford a physical location because you have to keep in mind uh, you have your personal bills and then the business bill is going to be added on to that. So if you can't afford both, then I would start from where you are. Because if you can't handle that type of weight, then your business is going to crumble. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's actually, that's real good advice because a lot of people, you know, would just jump into it. And the most thing in anything, just in life in general, just uh, exclude having a business. But 
everybody should have a mentor just as far as you know you know outside of your your spiritual life whatever your religion might be but as far as having a person that's been down the roads that you're going past and they can give you that perspective or they can show you know or they got a proven track record of being successful in whatever you're trying to do you know what i'm saying so you know that's real good advice because a lot of people Will put too much pressure on themselves and be overstressing themselves out when you can easily reach out to somebody and they can just give you the knowledge, you know. Yeah, that is very true. And also we do have like we have like a group of about 20 ladies who are all black and who are all tax professionals where we meet up, we train together, we uh exchange information. And I think it's important if you do decide to jump into this to surround yourself with other um, individuals who are in the same industry. So your mindset would be different. You know, uh, you're going to be more focused on your what you're doing and less distraction because it's all around you. So I would say that also to kind of surround yourself with like-minded people who are kind of like doing the same industry. Right. So, um, also, um, I know it had to be hard, you know, uh, cause I, I, I like talking about this stuff a lot. Like when people come into success, it's hard for a lot of people, even people that you got like real love for, whether that be friends, uh, family members, whoever, you know what I'm saying? For them to embrace that cause they still used to you being regular old Joe, no responsibilities, or just regular nine to five person, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> let me backtrack that a little bit. Um <laughs> now with that, friends and family are not going to be your supporters. And that's okay. They were not, you know, for us, but eventually they became that way. So starting out, no, they were not, but Eventually, they warmed up, okay, you're serious, because you have to keep in mind, you know, your friends and family know you on a different level, personal, not necessarily professional, so they're going to get you different, so it's going to take a little bit of time for them to kind of warm up to the professional athlete who's doing taxes, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, as far as... Um... Anything related with all the services that you just uh, put out? Uh, do you have any more information that you want to tell about the services that you offer? And also, uh, I want you to give your uh, your Mount Rushmore of uh, business people, just uh, or successful entrepreneurs, just your top five Mount Rushmore entrepreneurs, like people that you look up to, things like that. Um, people that I look up to. Uh... You mean like um, just top five? You know, you know, you know how people say in sports, be like, you know, Mount Rushmore, give me your top five players of all time. So, you know, in your aspect, you're a businesswoman. So, who is the top five entrepreneurs you might, you know, keep up with that you really admire? You know, well, uh, my top five, I guess. Um, I never really thought about it too much, but no. I do admire uh, Oprah. That is a person that I do uh, follow. Um, 
I do um, uh, there is a person who I do follow on Instagram. Uh, her name is Coach Stormy. Um, she uh, is a mo- motivational speaker. Oh. Uh, her and um, Eric Thomas. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> Uh, because I I like to like stay motivated, so I'm constantly following people who you know walk that you know path with me. So um, as far as uh, business, um, um, I can't really think of. Anyway, right now at the moment, uh, I know I have a lot of people, I just can't think of them at the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like uh, Eric Thomas. Another guy, I don't know if you ever heard of him before, Inky Johnson. He's a good one. Mm-hmm. His name Inky Johnson. Him and Eric Thomas is actually cool. He comes on Eric Thomas podcast all the time. But he's the guy, he got the amputated arm. He played for... Uh, he played for the University of Tennessee college football. He was projected to be the one of the best defensive players ever. Last year in college, got hurt, almost died because his arm arm went out, couldn't play football no more. He was about to be a multimillionaire. Uh, he was a safety at Tennessee um, volunteers, and um, the way he speaks is like you know, like it's it's powerful because he only got one arm, and the way he puts into perspective how you know, how his injury, because uh, people ask him all the time. They was like, man, you was the best safety in college football. You had $25 million guaranteed right there. All you had to do was just finish your season. Like, well, what makes you, you know, not regret that? And he said it was so powerful what he said. He was like, you know, they, my, he said my mom and dad didn't get along at all. Like they said they couldn't even be in the same room with each other. And then he said that when he had that life-threatening surgery, when they told him he was about to die and they had to take the nerves out of his arm and stuff, he was saying that that was the first time him and his mom got in, in a room and was civil when they actually was talking among each other as friends and things like that. And he was like, you know, he know what he lost as far as, you know, football and things like that. But him being able to become a motivational speaker, become a millionaire doing that, and him's parents being on good terms, he said he won't trade that in for the world. So, yeah, I have heard of him. But... Yeah, you got to go look at his speeches. He be speaking to colleges. He dope. I don't know the name. The name doesn't sound familiar. But... Yeah, yes, yeah, Inky Johnson. I N K Y Johnson. I'm gonna have to look him up, but. Yeah, he's dope. Um, I look at his YouTube videos like almost every morning because he speaks to a lot of college kids and he just he keeps it real with him. Like he's like, hey, he said, hey, like, you know, yeah, he he a real dude. Like, you know, yeah, I'm trying to get him on my podcast. I've been reaching out to him. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I try to follow like a lot of people. I follow a lot of people, but right off the top of my head, I can't like really think of anybody in particular but it's always has to be like somebody who is aligned with what I'm doing or positive I don't I can't really handle like a lot of negativity or you know yeah 
really, my mind just can't, so I have to, uh, you know, because that stuff affects you. Right. Just coming down, it affects your energy, so. Yeah, it's almost like the music you listen to, like, you know, like I love some of the new hip hop, but then I find myself being angry for no reason. So I have to be like, no, nah, I need to listen to this R&B. I need to turn some Usher on or something. I need to mellow my mood out. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I do a little bit of both when it comes to the music, but it just depends on what mood I'm in. But majority is like, you know, by music. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh let people um know how they can uh follow you on social media, uh your website. I don't know if you guys uh, have a YouTube channel, anything like that. And um and also uh any last words you want to tell the people about what you got going on. You can um follow me personally, um Ashley Bostick Madry on Facebook and Instagram. Also follow our business page, The Boss Connect, and Magic Sisters Mobile Service on Instagram and Facebook. We don't have a YouTube channel yet, but with the way things are going, you kind of have to have like all of the platforms just to put yourself out there. So that's coming. Um, my last words uh, to anyone is just... Um, no matter where you are right now, uh, it's never too late to start fresh and to start over and to put yourself in a better position. I did it. <laughs> um, and I'm happy that I did. And just uh, try and stay positive. Uh, don't let one bad day uh, think that you have, fool you into thinking you have a bad life. Um, and just surround yourself with good people to love on you and just uh, uplift. We need to uplift each other right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. I like doing these type of uh, episodes because uh, it's kind of a little bit out of ordinary of what I've been doing uh, recently. I mean, I interview all type of people, whether that be authors, business yeah. owners um um platinum selling artists uh, up and coming music artists so um i appreciate you coming on and you know uh, anytime you want to come on you can uh reach out to me anytime you know I, uh i'm on instagram eric j the great and uh twitter eric j the great and my facebook uh where we have friends on facebook but uh also uh want to uh give a shout out to all my supporters uh we had uh we about to hit 3,000 subscribers on youtube and, oh, wow. uh, and we, yeah we uh almost had a quarter million views on my youtube channel so uh i appreciate everybody that's been supporting and um also just received my spotify rap so i'm in the top five percent uh most shared podcast globally top 30 percent uh most follow podcasts just general in 2022 so i appreciate everybody that's been uh following the podcast and keeping up with it and also uh be on the lookout uh little flip the little flip interview drops the day after christmas at 12 p.m eastern time and uh 
and um, all my other big interviews with the Reds, the Shine, Shawty Lowe Jr., uh, Free Band Test, Ideals, uh, is already out. You know, you can go look at those interviews anytime. More dope uh, guests on the way. Now I'll be reaching out to a lot of people all the time, just trying to make it make sense. So, you know, but, uh, you know, anytime you want to come on, uh, whether that be about your business or, or anything, because I talk about real stuff too, like whether that be relationships, 50-50 in relationships. <laughs> should you kick your kid out of 18? That was one of my most popular episodes. Should you kick your kid out of 18 years old? Um, police brutality. And the reason I started a podcast, I started it in April 2020 when I retired from the military. Hmm. So you started during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started it two months uh, before I retired uh, from the military. And uh, I started it because, you know, I think among minorities and in, in life, especially among minorities, but in life in general, mental health aspect is uh, absent. And I just think that uh, whenever we can, a lot of us need to have dialogue amongst each other and to get reassurance in ourselves to know that people go through similar things no matter how successful or, or poor they are you know I agree and you know it's good to like get it out and you know talk about it have a conversation too because a lot of people just hold it in but that pride that ego you know so that's good you know that yeah. you're crazy for, you know people like us <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Cause uh, I don't had a couple people tell me like we'll be doing an episode on something, and they'll be currently going through it, but I don't know that. And then they'll reach out to me afterwards when the episode done and be like, "Hey, I really needed that. There was a release. I'm currently going through the topic that I just chose randomly for the day, and they just happen to be going through it." So, and thank you for you know reaching out and allowing me to come on. You know, I don't like to like a lot, you know, but I'm getting used to actually like uh, doing interviews because, you know, I'm honestly a shy person. <laughs> so shy. So I have to get used to, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I should be like that all the time, but I just, I just kind of like stop thinking about what people think or how I look. I just, just start moving. But we don't have to set up a date too. I'm gonna reach out to you uh, to actually do a vlog of uh, I bring my cameraman up there. He just um, text me. Where's the link? She's no. so late. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, here she go right here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, we can set up a date to uh, do a vlog for what my cameraman will follow me up there, and we can. Hello, oh, how you doing? Oh, hey, how you doing? So uh, we, we were just wrapping up the interview, uh, but we, we just basically talked about, you know, how how y'all grew up, you know, services y'all offer with y'all tax business and the pros and cons of owning a tax business and um, how it was for y'all when y'all first started. Because, you know, everybody can look at the sets you have three years removed, but don't nobody know about the rough patches, you know, that first year y'all had to go through, you know, when y'all first started, so. Yes, it was a, it was a rough patch. We started, like I said, we, we started from the bottom, you know, um, 
with a lot of overhead and you know but we stuck with it and we are living proof that you know others if they stick with it and join in on our team we have the method already uh down for them in the format and we will lead them to the promise plan you know we can show them that they you know it's life-changing oh yeah absolutely so uh, i was just uh, telling her um i'm gonna get with her and set up a date uh, whether that be um, at the beginning of the new year or um, yeah it had to be in the beginning of the new year yeah because next 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 week my birthday so have <laughs> but, a happy early birthday <laughs> but uh, I want to do a vlog just like I did a vlog with Virtue and a couple of other people where my cameraman just followed me around and y'all just walked me around the office and just show how it is on a normal day you know okay things like that you know just like a look behind the scene thing like 10 15 minutes would love to do that would love to do that sure and the good thing it, with the, being a first of the year they'll get to see like um how um the season first starts off where people's coming in um it's showing uh you know like um us prepping and getting ready and some of the trials and tribulations we're dealing with people, you know, once running that big opening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think they will like that, you know, in that way, because right now we haven't officially opened yet because tax season don't start to January 2nd. So that'll be perfect if, you know, you want to come in, you can see what we do and, you know, you probably get to see some of our clients as well, you know, get a little feedback from them too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like doing those vlogs. You know, I just started doing that about a couple uh, months ago because I did one with uh, Stay Ahead too in the mall. So okay, okay. Yeah, I went in that store. Yeah, I like that clothing line. It's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, Mavante, he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, you know, I did an interview with him in a vlog that's supposed to drop next month. Okay, okay. <laughs> Awesome. Glad to hear that. But yeah, uh, like I was uh, telling your sister, you know, anytime I want to come on when it's um, anything involving your business or or just uh, real life topics, because, you know, I don't just do interviews, it's, uh, talk about real stuff that people go through on a daily basis, whether that be child support, police brutality, 50-50 relationships, or anything you know what i'm saying that's can come across in somebody's life and i try to balance it out try to have uh the same amount of females and males you know so you don't try to like have it one side of you know. okay <laughs> yeah because I, I, yeah. I ran out studio i rent out studios here in the city so i just pick a studio i rent it and just set up an episode to have people pull up on me you know Okay, cool. Awesome. That'll work. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I say, yeah, we'll have a <laughs> 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 Well, yeah, uh, if y'all don't know. Awesome, oh, what did you say? I said, well, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to uh, linking up with you next month. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know how. Uh, 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 if both of y'all are little flip fans, but I just interviewed them, and that interview drops the day after Christmas. So definitely. Wow, dang! I, you know what? That's gonna be a good one. I was wondering what had happened to him. Man, little flip still living a high life. Like little flip had the uh one of the best record deals 
in the early 2000s. Like he was one of the only people to sign a deal in the early 2000s. He owned all his music. So, so he, and he sold over 25 million records owning all his music. So the royalty checks is nice. He, 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 he was sending a half a million dollar truck when I was interviewing Wow. Oh wow, that's awesome. Okay, I love to hear it. That's good. Yeah, yeah, he got it. He got two marijuana strands. He got his own marijuana juice. Like he got, he got a lot of wow. stuff. Wow, but you know, this is an awesome interview. Yeah, he's ch he's happy to save lives. Yeah, <laughs> business people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Little flip. That is awesome. Yeah, LaFleur got a lot of stuff going on. He just don't be in a spotlight like that. But I'm cool with his assistant. Because when you're busy working, you don't got time to be on the seat. <laughs> it's like you got you working, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's probably like, I, I got you know, stuff going on then to be hanging out, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you can check out the uh, Derez Deshaun interview, too. I interviewed him a month ago. Derez Deshaun, he made that Hardaway song that went popular. For a couple okay, years. yeah. I remember that song. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. But yeah, did you have anything uh else? I don't know if uh if you would go say something different to uh what, what your sister said as far as like you know the business and things like that that you want people to know about it. Um that's mostly about it. She basically covered everything, you know, so um that's basically it. Uh, I just want to um, just kind of touch bases to give people hope to let them know. But some people think that just because they're working, you know, like a nine to five, that they can't, um, you know, start their own business and be successful with it. So um, I do want to like kind of, uh, you know, just uh, show them some facts and details, like, but some of it will be mostly visual that we'll probably give you, but uh, create like just a little sheet showing them that, that they can be entrepreneurs and make it in the tax business. And then also, I would like to advertise that um, we will be uh, doing loans and uh, accepting clients January 2nd. So that way people know to come out and file their taxes. And uh, we also uh, we also have added another service, which is bookkeeping, which we saw that a lot of our entrepreneurs um like having um, their organization skills for their bookkeeping, knowing what to file, what to bring. So we, are, we have created a booking method, which will be on our website that uh, clients are, if you're not our clients, you are, you, you know, if you just need some booking, we can assist you with that, you know. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, yeah, we got booking, yeah, bookkeeping and credit. Yeah, that's dope. Like, uh, like I told her, I was like that credit, that debt, and taxes. That's something that everybody got to deal with, no matter yes. if you deal with it now or you're gonna deal with it later. That's <laughs> right. That's right. And we also have uh the, the debt solution. So, like, say if you're already in debt, we can uh help you with that to get out of debt. And our it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That's dope. Y'all have a lot of stuff going on. Yes, we do. As <laughs> you know, a lot of especially uh, coming off the holidays and things like that, and been uh, like almost two years removed from the pandemic. So I'm pretty sure there's some people out there that's gonna need 
some debt resolution or or those take advantage of those loans or building their credit and things like that. Oh yes, I'm definitely gonna need that because uh, after the after they get done shopping, that's why they can come to us. We'll have loans available, <laughs> <laughs> and also and also we'll have you know if you are having where you done maxed out your credit cards, we have a debt solution for you as well. <laughs> So we're going to uh, refill your pockets and restore you some education on how to not go back in debt. Because once you go in debt, you know, once you get there, you know, you don't want to go back. You want to, you know, learn methods to keep it. And um, we, uh, with our service, we'll stick with you as long as, you know, until you feel like you've done and don't need the service. And we'll guideline them, uh, tell them all the uh, uh, essentials they need to stay out of it. And also we got how they can build their credit. So yeah, we'll win, win, win. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's all uh, pretty dope to see uh, two African American women uh, doing this, and because uh, a lot of people here in Louisville, they think that's a, a small city, but it's really not that small. Like it's really no, big. it's people actually people. big. It's it's a big city. That's why I keep telling everybody, I'm like, it's our it is growing, you know. Um, I like how, like, uh, from, I've been, I'm from Louisville, grew up there, so I've seen it to where there was nobody that I could look up, like me, in position, where I could say, oh, they own ownership, or it was mostly when I was coming up, people, you know, basically work for somebody else. They didn't, we, we wasn't taught the assistance of how to go out and create your own business rather than work for somebody else. Um, so I am very happy with um, the success of everybody in love. I see a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs, and that's why we did the tax business so that way we can educate people who look like us on how to uh, run a successful business, but yet still do your taxes and be able to have these additional so you can get loans, so you can get the uh, money to help. Basically, where you don't have to spend your money, you can utilize other money to create your business as a success, you know, because people always, I always heard this all the time. I don't have money, so I don't have the money. I don't have the money. It's money out here that will help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, so that's why we got in the business. I forget, also, uh, another service that we're going to be doing is business uh, funding. Uh, yeah. For- for our uh, business clients, uh, it is uh, for your system processing. Swipe or insert card and follow instructions on the path. Yeah, you might, you might have to. Uh, you yeah, might, your phone's going in and out. Yeah. Yeah, you said business funding. Oh, yeah, we're going to be. Um, offering business funding for this year uh, for businesses who uh, need a little financial help. I will say, make sure uh, that your tax return reflects <laughs> uh, accurate information uh, because a lot of businesses, when they go to the bank, Wow. Swipe or insert card and follow instructions on pin pads. If you have coupons, press so, the code. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why we're trying to, like, 
educate, you know, those in the community so that way they don't have to fall into these um, categories of, you know, needing that solution or where if you are starting a business and don't have money, you can utilize that tax return um, to kind of help you save on paying taxes and help you get funded, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, well, I uh, appreciate uh, both of y'all coming on. You know, anytime you want to um, come on, talk to you, let me know. Um, Eric J. The Great on uh, all platforms and including uh, YouTube, the Eric J. The Great podcast. And I uh, appreciate y'all coming on. And anybody y'all know that need a platform to speak or if y'all want to come back on, just let me know. And I'll set up the date with y'all to do the vlog. And, and um, and uh, this concludes the episode. I appreciate uh, both of y'all. Okay, thank you for having us. And we look forward to coming on next time. <laughs> All right, thank you, no problem. All right, bye. Happy holidays. All right, thank you.